0: Okay, let's get started with Parsha Sav, Tukshin in Bez, Parsha Tzav for this year, uh, the Shabbos before Pesach, we'll have one thought on Shabbos HaGadol as well, and just scheduling notes. First, the uh, HaGadol this year, by the Shem, will be Sunday night. Hopefully, we'll try to have it up by Sunday night late, which is Sunday afternoon in Chutzleretz, at least uh, in, in, uh, in America, mm-hmm. and then there will not be a year next week. Um, we'll take off a week, in that next week it's not a Parsha, but the following week in uh Eretz Yisrael. It's also also a partial, but we will not have a partial shear that week, so we're going to miss Shmini this year. Uh, we'll get back to Tazria Metzora the following week, so we'll be one week ahead of those listening to, ch- listen to Chutzla, right? So you'll have uh, you'll have the shir, uh a week earlier. We'll get back together by hyper B'Chukosai when Behar B'Chukosai are separate in Eretz Yisrael and um, in Chutzla as they do a double. But uh, hopefully, we'll just miss uh, one week, but um, for good reasons. Okay, let's start off this week with a medrash. The medrash in Beginning of the parsha, Medrash tells us, "For al kol p'sha ibtachaseh aava tefilas <laughs> Moshe alof." Moshe davened for Aaron and Moshe complained, "Tzakadash Baruch about Aaron. If you look in every section so far in Sefer VaYikra, which we only have one parsha so far, every section starts off. If you look back at the beginning of every. Uh, Carbon that is introduced, is introduced as Aaron HaKohen's sons. Also included. Second line of the Medrash. <speaking in Hebrew> I don't understand. The bar, the well where the water came from, you've forgotten. You're giving all this covet, all these jobs to the Bnei Aaron and not to Aaron himself. There's no, there's no description of Aaron doing the avoda. He was the first Kohen. He was the Kohen, Gadol And yet all the focus is the Bnei Aharon, the Bnei Aaron. So why do you focus on the Mayim and not on the bar? Chilak ta'kavu le'etzim b'shel b'neim. You give cover to the wood, but not on the tree. Why? Why is Aaron not focused? And remember, Aaron Akoin is always in the back of his head. He's always thinking Egel, as we have many times in Chazal. Throughout the Torah, Aaron Akoin is always worried. Maybe he didn't do what he was expected of him. Maybe he didn't do his best in terms of leading the people at that time. See, here too, he's worried. Moshe Rabbeinu is arguing for Aaron. I don't understand. Don't worry, Moshe. I will, even because of you, the says. But don't worry, I am going to be Makari of him. Below Ode. And not only will I be Makari of him and give him something special to do. Elisha Ani Ose Oso Ikar. But I'm going to make him an ichar. I'm going to give him such an important avoda that it, it'll everything else will pale in comparison. And that's why our parsha starts off. The of Laymar. we continue, and the Avoda is described. So the major says that Moshe complained, why is an iron a focus? And Hashem says, Don't worry, beginning of our parsha iron is going to be a focus. What's the avoda? That's discussed here. What is the great Avoda that was given as a nechama to Arna kohen Cowain? Truma Sadeshan. Trumasadeshan. That's the nechama. That's such an amazing defining Avoda, the Truma Sadeshan. kohen is so excited that he that he that he got this. Why is it so significant? Not only the Truma, we might say it's the Truma and the Hotsa. The Truma Sadeshan every morning when the Kohen Took some ashes down off the ramp and put it on the east side of the ramp, the Truman Sadesh, and the Hotzah is when it was taken out of the Basin Mekdesh itself. The Truma Sadesh and the Hotzah Sadesh. What's so significant about that? Similar question is asked, not for now, but at the beginning of Baloscha, where the Ramban quotes the Medrash, that Arunachoid also was upset that his Shevet didn't get to be Makriv, one of the Nisim, it's a Nyonadi Yoma, right? Some of the Minag of Lady the Nisim the first two weeks of, of Nisan, and Aaron says, where's Sheva Levi? And Hashem says, don't worry, you have Chanukah. So again, that's quite asked there as well. The Ramban asks, what's the significance? But here we ask, what's the significance of Truman Sadashen and Aaron Cohen was so excited, or he would have been so excited after the realizes that this is a special press. So there is a thought that Rav Hirsch has, two Rav Hirsch's in a, in a row, I thought we had mentioned this in past years, but I did not find it, so we'll have it here. Cesar Hirsch, Trumas Hadeshen is a defining avoda. Because when do we do Trumas Hadeshen? And what avoda is it? What's the significance of it? The Trumas Hadeshen is the, we'll say it outside first, the picking up of the ashes, taking some of the ashes from yesterday's avoda, from yesterday's offerings, but it's the first avoda every morning. The true masadashen. Signifying, says Rav Hirsch, every day is not a totally new slate. Every day of our lives, yes, like a created it, that we start over, and we have a new beginning. Hashem could have created the world that we just go, we're born, and for the next 120 years, we're awake. He could have created the world like that, but he didn't, because he wants us to have new beginnings. But every new beginning is built on The past. Is built on our accomplishments of yesterday. Is built on everything in our past. Fifth line, Truma Tadashin is rather to be considered as the final conclusion of the service of the preceding day. It's take the first avoda of today is the Truma of the of the ashes of yesterday. It is an avoda in itself and may only be done by a coincusher complete priestly vestments. The emphasis of The Pasuk in this week's Parsha, that even when a Kohen is doing the Trumas HaDashem, which you might think is not so significant, he wears big day kahuna. He has to wear his vestments. And that is why it would give, skip a couple of lines, it would give the idea as the introduction to the service of the day that today brings no new mission. It has only to carry out ever afresh the mission that yesterday too was to accomplish. The very last Jewish grandchild stands there before God with the same mission of life that his first ancestors bore. And every day adds to all of his predecessors in the whole passing of the centuries, his contribution to the solution of the task, Hulu. Yadus doesn't only have the hoveh; Yadus is based on the avar. Everything that we have in our personal past, in our national past, that is what today builds on. That is the shrumah s'hadesheh. The then says rehearsed beautifully, There's also the Hotsa HaSadashen. If I just take the ashes from yesterday's avoda and do an avoda with them and they're still here, I might think that I can rest. Oh, what I did yesterday, I'm just continuing a little bit and I'm finished. No, 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 no. After that, I then have to remove the ashes and say, that's finished. This is what I'm doing today. I remove the ashes. Machlokas, whether it's done every day or only by need, Rashi, Rambab discuss it. But either way, what's the message? Remove it, because now you have to do today's job. Yes, today is built on yesterday. And I can't forget and divorce what happened yesterday. But then I have to say, okay, that does not mean that I've accomplished already. That does not mean that I've done everything yesterday. I then have to look at today as a new beginning and another day to accomplish it by Avodah Hashem. Says the Rev Hirsch, Line forty-two, but in its deeper meaning, the purpose of this lifting out of the ashes is not completed with just depositing it. If its meaning is the remembrance of the past for all the future, it has a never-ending kedusha. The tshuva sadeishin is the segue every single day, connecting the avoda that's done in the base hamikdashin in the mishkan. You never have today's avoda tomorrow's avoda. It's always connected. It's done when do they start doing it. Before daybreak, they have the. They're already up. They're taking a go roll. They fought over the Truma Zadashen, right? And the Yom Kippur it's done in the middle of the night. It's a continuous avoda in the Beis HaMegdash. And the first continues with the second half on the top of the next page. Truma Zadashen third line is to introduce the service of the young new day with reference back to that which was accomplished on the previous day. Hotsa would, on the other hand, contrastingly express the thought that nevertheless. Every fresh day brings the whole Jewish mission to be accomplished afresh. Fresh as if nothing had yet been accomplished does the beginning of every new day. Call us to go on our mission with full new devotion and sacrifice and nothing that has already been done may lessen the energy with which we can go to our duty. But if there are any simchas this week, this is a perfect simchavart, right, building on the past, using their own talents to go by our mitzvah, wedding, sheva right? this is a perfect thought, uh, which connects. Woe unto him who, on line 12, with smug self-complacency, thinks he can rest on his laurels on what he has already achieved and who does not meet the task of every fresh day with full fresh devotion as if it were the first day of his life's work. Mitsavcha hayom Kilo hayom nitna. We have truma sadeshen, but we also have hotza sadeshen. This is the message of truma sadeshen. It's the connecting avod of every day and maybe this is why HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Aaron, yes, all the Karbanis, but I'm giving you something that connects all carbonus. I'm giving you the Truma, which is yesterday's avoda. it's today's avoda. it accomplishes both. Maybe that's how Aaron Cohen was appeased. Another idea, which is really the same idea, just said in a different way, said by Rav Nisan Alperin, Limude Nisan. He quotes the Medrash and even quotes Rav Hirsch. But then he expands on Rav Reverse Rav Hirsch does not quote the Medrash. It says, what's the deeper meaning of this? Past, present, future. This is the message of misora This is the message of taking our past, accomplishing in the present, and using it towards our future. What better way to do that than to educate our children to follow what we're doing and have them act for us sometimes. That's what Aaron is being told by Hashem. Aaron, you're upset that the B'nei, Aaron, are doing everything? That's the point. The point is, Trumas The point is, past, present, and future. Everything merges. Line 9. We have to continue what they did and repeat it. And do it in the proper way. And he says, Koshav," as we say every morning in Lamatzayach. Yiz We have to remember. And then We remember, and then the Deshen is created by the by the Ola. The Karbanis continue. Halayli Every day, every night. What happens at night in the base of Mikdash? The burnings of, of the days of Avodah. What happens the next morning? It starts off with the ashes of the previous days of Avodah. It's all connected. It's one continuum. As we believe Jewish history is one continuum. Right? There's never a separation. Kodesh Baruch Hu guards us and is with us throughout the generations. Line 15. This is how all the Avodas were an appeasement to Aaron. she he Baruch Hashem gave him this this job, and having the children do it that's fine. But the Gemara says, the miskani Right? A the miskani Think that's Yeah, a person can be jealous of everybody except for his student and his son, his kids, because a person lives through them. That's why the person is not jealous. When I see a student accomplishing something, so a piece of me is in there. When I see a child, when we see children. Parent's not jealous of children. parents wants even better for the children. <laughs> A Rebbe wants his, his students to surpass him. He says that's what he's telling Arad Cohen. That's the Pius. As he continues. Okay. This is what starts us off. Past, present, the future. The message of the Mesohar. We have two thoughts tonight that are, are going to reflect the two of the great minds of the Gdolim of the past... Uh, 100 years or so. One more recently and one further down. We see how these, these the minds of our, of our special beloved Gedolim work. First, a thought from Reb Mordechai Leo. Source number five. In the Deberi Mordechai. Okay, it has to do with Pesach. That's why we're putting it here. A couple days away. Perak Vav, Pasuk Yud. 10th Pasuk in the Parsha. Vodos saras Amincha, the Torah tells us in Parsha Tzav, if you remember, the Ramban's comment at the beginning of Tzav, Vayikra is focused to the Israelim, the bringer of the Karbanos. Tzav is focused on the Kohanim, the ones who are makriv the Karbanos. That's why Tzav starts off with Tzavazan was Bon of with The same Karbanos are discussed in Tzav, but it is from the perspective of those who have to do the avoda. So we have Mincha repeated again, even though we had it back in Peric base. <speaking in Hebrew> you have to take a komitz of it and whatever whatever's left over one pusik of the details of the mincha one is not allowed to bake it as chametz 98% of carbonous mincha must be matzah we think about the lechem the we think of them as, as chalos they weren't chalos, they were matzahs they weren't allowed to be chametz only some of the carbon toads were chamets, uh, the the ha-lechem, on shmuis, that's it. Besides those, everything else was matzah. Maybe it was like uh, svarim matzah, the soft matzas, but either way, it was not what we call khawa. So it's lo as des nisadar to leaven the carbon is bin Lo se'af ha kodesh kodesh hi ka chadas v Okay, Cesar Mordecai a story, siper maran harav Shachachan, there were two postkin that were talking with each other. Upanim ha yimagim lefanavu matin esvekoseyim, and sometimes Mordechai joined in, in the conversation. So one time, Chacham Sason Kedarko, Eitzal Chacham Yaakov, there were two rabbanim sitting next to each other. V'shual also beidin iser hanah mechamitz bepesach. One of them asked him a about the iser One of the I get pleasure from chamitz. Can eat chamitz. We can't get pleasure from Chameitz and we can't have Chameitz in our houses. So, here's a, a question about an Isser Hana. <laughs> we're talking about the Isser of Losti Avet Chameitz. That's why this is brought here. It's a Pesach, so we're allowed to do it here. Is walking on Chameitz called Isser Hanah? Right, smelling Chameitz is Isser Hana. If you walk past a bakery on Pesach, and I inhale and I get Hanah out of it, it's a daraisa. If I don't have a choice and I'm walking by and it happen the smell wafts into my nose, that's fine. But if I dafka go somewhere to get the hana, that's Oser. That's smelling it, selling it. What about walking on it? Whatever the case may be, I have to wa- you I have to walk across somewhere to get to the other side, you have to walk on Chameis. Let's say you're in a public... uh public area, and you have to go to a, an amusement park, I don't know what happened, to the, and, and there's chametz on the ground. Is that, Is that called benefit? Walking on it? There was a, there was a path, you had to walk in the shook, and all across the shuk on the floor were was chametz. there were pizzas on the floor, they had to get across. Or you had to walk there, and you have to go somewhere else? Kashayin of Shor is by Avarder. Also a Shviil. Maybe they did Rochal Asakim. Shaila could come up. Vaseila Nishaloa. Is it is a called Hana Chamisa Pesach? So they weren't sure. They said, you know what? Let's wait for Chacham Rav Mordechai to come. Okay. So they waited for Chacham Rav Mordechai to come. Kshehi Gati Rav Nachalio was telling the story about himself. Misaper Rav. he see a Bavani at They said they gave me this question and. They obviously knew Shulchan Arach, Hilchitz backwards. And they didn't know of an answer. See, so he says, I thought for a moment and I said, Avelus. One word. And he said, Avelus? He says, what does Avelus have to do with this? V'zoos yesh l'adas. And you should know, says the Mordechai Elio, that I scared them. Iraq nifhalim ma'od be'inyani Avelus. People here sometimes svardi svardi postkin says R' You know svardi rabbis get, get very, We all get nervous when we hear the word avelus, but here especially, right? What what is what avelus? What does avelus have to do with this? It's the old jump that they say. What's going on? Nev halchah chapsason v'tama ma la avelus. What does avelus do with pesach? You know, a bit uh, Avel- pesach breaks avelus. Islam. litzlan. is to me ato, Bikashi lo habi shulchan arach I saw he uh, he he didn't understand. I said. Bring me a Yeradei Achei Gimel. They said, okay. I opened it up to The Karasi And I read them the Shulchan Arach. What Shulchan Arach? What Shulchan Arach in Hilchah Zabelus talks about Chames Bepesach? I read them the Halacha. Sha'amnam asur kvarim. It is Asur, as we know, to walk on a Kever. Forget Tumah. Let's say somebody's a Yisrael. There's no Isr to become Tameh. It's Asur, it's Asur. You not to walk on a Kever. A kvaris or Asur Bahana'ah. What if you have to get to a Kever on the other side and there's so tsefuf, there's no way to get to the other Kever? Let's say a person has to go to the relative, go, go to a Rebbe, he has to go to another Kever. They can't get through. So the Halacha is ba. It's not mehem Because your Kavan is not to get benefit, your Kavan is to go to the other side. Your kavanah is not to get benefit from what you're walking on, and therefore there's no isser. Says of Mordechai Eliyahu, who obviously had call to kula on his fingertips. You want to know what he can walk on? Hametz? Avelos. halach and shulchan arach. Why didn't you know that? Im kach amartilohem. Hare shegam kazhyeh isser hanam in akvarim. Is it isser hanam in ameis? Lo nech sheves hadricha al hakvarim la hanaa. In main derach acharetz. If there's no other way, no choice. Lafize he says, I think it's not a problem by my chametz as well. isr iser and Yes, there's an iser hanah, but if you don't have any kavanah for the hanah, and you have to get through, just walking on it is not called hanah, and therefore, it would be mutter, vikach niftara she'eletam. Sometimes we, we get inspired just by how we see somebody who has kolater right there, and... That's the story that he told over and is written in the Divri Mordechai. Okay. Moving right along. Perak Zion, Yud Base. Zion Yud Base. Yud Aleph. So we have Ola again, we have Mincha again, and now we have Carbon Shlamim again. Zohtar HaShlamim, Mashhekri Vlashen. What's the first type of Shlamim that is recorded in our Parsha? Im al Todah Yakriven. Carbon toda. They agree about As we know, the Todah has 40 loaves, brought with it 30 matzah, 10 chametz, And the Todah, as we discussed in past years, I think we only had one on Pasha Sav in the past. It always worked out that it was Pesach. Um, the Nitziv's thought about you have the most to eat and the shortest time to eat it. You have to finish it by Chatzos, forces. Forces one to finish it through the night. Forces one to share it. Okay, that's the carbon toda. The medrash tells us. It's quoted at the beginning of source number six. <coughs> medrash tells us kol carbon toda There's a medrash that tells us that all carbonates in the future are going to be bottled except for carbon toda. Okay, there are various medrashim that have. Different opinions about this. We mentioned, I think, last week, Rav Cook, who says all carbonos are going to be batal except for carbon milcha. because even the animals are going to have das. And other opinions say, how can any carbon be batal? Then it won't be a mitzvah. Mitzvahs have to be eternal. How can you say carbonos are going to be batal? Okay, different opinions. We're going to focus on this matter this year. All carbonos are going to be batal except for a carbon toda. Why? What's unique about a carbon toda in the world of carbonos that will make it appropriate to bring even? What's the message? Says the Yom Simcha, line number 8, an answer based on the Ksav Sofer. I think we mentioned this Ksav Sofer in the past. The Ksav Sofer writes in Parshas Vayetze, where all the Shvatim are named. Almost all the Shvatim are named. 11 of them. And Shevet number 4, Shevet Yehuda, Rashi quotes there the Gemara Masechus Brachos hapam Ode Hashem, Why Yehuda, from the word hoda, thanks, I will thank God, line 11, lo adam shehudeh at until le'ah Imenu came along and, and thanked God, nobody ever thanked Hashem in the history of the world. A startling line in Masechah's Brachas, when Abraham never said the word thank you, the amur hachesed, he never said the word thank you, Yaakov Avinu never said the word thank you. Right? Sarah, Rivka. They never said thank you. Shame never said thank you. Chanoch, Adam, Nobody ever said thank you before Before Leia. So obviously there's something deeper here. That's so the Ksav Sofer. The Alanisim the Ksav Sofer answers based on a thought that the Meshachachma made famous. Or at least we... I have spoken about this Meshachachma. The Meshachachma and the Ksav Sofer as well tell us that the Gemara tells us in Mosefer Shabbos, line 15. Kala Kore Yom Makhari from Agadif. If somebody says halal every day, they are a blas- considered blaspheming. Cursing God. Terrible. To say halal every day. The question is, what's so bad? The Meshachachma contrasts this to Yom Ben if you say, Ashrei three times a day, you go straight to Olam Abba. So what's so bad about saying, Halam, every day? Um Mifarish, says the Ksav Sofer, says the Meshachachma, the Be'emes, Tzarech Adam LaHodos Bechol Yom V'yom Al Latov She'osim HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bechol We have to thank Hashem for everything in life. Va'anisek HaShem Bechol Yom Imanu. V'yom Ruchazah Al Kol Neshama Tehaloka Al Kol Neshima V'Neshima On every breath that we take. We have to thank Hakadosh Baruch the Hinei. Many times, until we we have that great nace that occurs, we forget, and we become used to godly miracles what happens many times when we see a nace I'll talk about when a, an unbelievable nace happens but what for waking up in the morning what for seeing the sunrise what for for natural things what, what they, that's natural that's what you have to think for that. If I say Hallel every day, I'm a blasphemer. Hallel is to focus on nisim. Hallel is to focus on miracles. We don't say Hallel every day. Once in a while, we say Hallel when an ace occurred to us in the future, in the past. But every day, we say Ashrei. Ashrei is about nature. yadecha. That's what we focus on each day. That is mecharef u'magadeif. Says the Ksav Sofer, then V'imken Shlomar, to bevade Abu Hashem. Yes, of course the Avos thank Hashem, but how many miracles happened? How many out of the ordinary acts happened? Avram was saved from the Kishana Ish. Do miracles happen? So of course they thank the Hashem, but they didn't make it as a famous thought that you thank Hashem even for teva. You thank Hashem for natural occurrences. What Leah Imenu did was that forevermore she made shaven number four. It's childbirth. That's natural. You know, just ask the your nearest OB if childbirth is natural. Childbirth is the greatest miracle in the world. Says the Ksav Sofer, that's the goddess of Leah. She thanked HaKadosh Baruch Hu for teva, which is really a miracle. HaEitz HaLeah ninda SheNinna Toda Lashem behibali Laben Hagav SheKaini B'Teva she came and Does come about him? Everybody has kids. Mikamakom lo She was not told it on teva, and that was the godless of Leah. Now that's all ksav sofer. Now the um simcha says, let's get back to carbon toda. Maybe now we can understand why the carbon toda would be the only one that will remain la Asilava. The yishlom are the top of source seven silavo, silavo like the Pasik says. What does the Pasik mean? That everybody will recognize Akadish Hu in the future. Everybody will realize that he is in charge of everything. Line 7. It'll be so obvious that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is in charge, like we are in the second half of of Aleinu. We say everybody will realize. It'll be a state of the world where every even teva it'll be obvious that Hashem's in charge of teva. Memela carbon toda will be appropriate. Leah, who was the first one to give Hoda even on Teba, that's the real Hoda. Not just thanking for the amazing things, but thanking for the everyday things, which are also amazing. That's what the state of the world is going to be in. La and Lavo, and that's why Toda will be will be appropriate. Okay. Once we're on the topic of Hoda, says the Yom Simcha, let me tell you another thought. Again, this is something that we could. A repeat overable thought that we can say every day of our lives, whenever we have to mention something, because it's about Hoda. To give Hodah every day, line nineteen. Once I'm talking about Hodah, let me quote you something. We say three times a day in Shemona Esrei, "Hatov Shimcha hodos. Second to last bracha in Shemona Esrei. What's the emphasis? Hatov Shimcha. Your name is great. Ulecha no ellohodos. And to you it's good to be mod. What do you mean to you? Who are we talking to? We're talking to God. To you, to you, it is um is appropriate. So why what's the lakha? The lacha map be your deb's lacha no So said the Amsim Khavesh Bames Kasha. Hey Khmodim Shapkin Lakarishbarhu I'll ask you a better question. How do we start thanking God? How do you even start? We're never gonna finish. We're going to say thank you. Well, it's just, it's useless. It's, 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 it's a futile effort. Why do we even thank that? Why do we even have a bracha of modim? You can't even, you have to say that the whole day. The Gemara even says in Arachin, in the Lashon Har Gemara, is you should never say something good about a person to somebody else. Why? Because it'll ultimately probably lead to somebody saying something negative about them. If they don't think that it's he's such a good person, they'll start thinking nah, not really. You think so. There's another side to them. The Gemara said that the Chavetz Chaim emphasizes. We're not supposed to be talking about other people. Good or bad. Okay, bad is worse. But even good. Because if you're it might end up talking about it might end so, how do we say good things about a Karish Baraklu? Pasha. He says, No, it's obvious. He says, let me tell you a gra. The gra says, we say every day at the end of Barak Shaamar, Melech Hashem is the king who's praised with praises. Did we ever think about what that means? He's praised with praises. What else is he praised with? He's praised with praises. What does that mean? The grog gives a Masha. line thirty three. a king that had everything. He had one problem. he had a crooked nose. He had Alamilus, he had money, he had Yichus. he was smart, he everybody loved him, he had everything. Except he had a crooked nose. And one time the king gathered all his, his advisors and he said to the king, he said to all of his advisors, say something good about me. Give me a compliment. Wanted to feel good about himself. Give me a compliment. And he went around, everybody went around to say something good about the king. And this one said, oh, king, you're the smartest. You're awesome. This one said, "You're the strongest." And this one said this, and this one said that. And finally it came to one advisor and says, oh, the king, you have a crooked nose. The king stares at him and couldn't believe what he heard. He said, did did I I just hear correctly? He says, off with your head! He takes him to the gallows. And he starts hanging him up. And he says, while he's up there, he's looking down at the king. And the king says, why'd you do that for? And he says, you don't understand. I gave you the best compliment more than anybody else. He said, what are you talking about? He says, everybody else says, oh, you're smart. That's all you are? You're just smart? No, you have plenty of other miles. This one says, oh, you're strong. You're brave, isn't it? No, you know what I did? I pointed out your only defect. Meaning, everything else is perfect. I give you the greatest praise in the world. I didn't want to limit it to one area. So I picked out your one defect, as if to say, this is it, and everything else is unbelievable. <laughs> You have everything. And the king realized what the advisor meant. He took him down and he raised his position. Made him second in command. Says the Gera, everyone in the world, everyone in life could be praised through saying what they're missing. Saying what they're lacking. HaKadosh Baruch is not lacking anything. Melech only batishbachos. You can't praise him bechisronos, like you can praise other beings in the world. Only Hakadosh Baruch Hu is mahulah batishbachos, because he's perfect and he's not lacking everything. Avodah Shaya Kriyba Baser Vadam, Avolah Havdil Hakadosh Baruch Hu Shu Shali Batachus Ashleimus Belichisar and Hakadosh Baruch Hu Who's Perfect in All Ways Efsheir LaHalalo Rock Badevre Halo Veshishbachos. There's no way, there's no way to praise him otherwise. The Omrim, and that's what's meant by Melach because he doesn't have any That's the gra. Now let's get back to Modim. You, you're the only one. To you is appropriate to praise in the way that we're doing with praises. That's exactly what it means here. The end of line thir- line thirty now. Vizebiur ba bracha now. Hatov shimcha. Tekiyach shimcha tov. Da metzius avid. Hashem baruchu kulo tov. Hashem baruchu is kulo tov. Meito As we know, nothing negative, nothing bad. As the pasuk says, an Eicha, comes from Hashem baruchu, and that's why lachana elah hodos. We don't have to be worried that mitoch shevach bali degenu so. There is no G'nus HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There is no hisar HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that's how we can A, praise him. <laughs> B, that's the Pshat of L'chana Elohodos. Doz. To you it's appropriate to talk about it. We shouldn't praise anybody else because mitoch shivcho De G'nuso. But only HaKadosh Baruch Hu is one that we don't have to be worried. That's the Pshat of the Bracha. And that's how we can praise him in the first place. That's about Carbon Toda and the Vilna Gold to take with us. about the Hishbachs. Okay, now we're up to Piggle. Let's talk about Piggle. What's the halacha? Piggle is probably one of the top two topics that has more time given to it in Shas than anything else. Maybe Hotzah on Shabbos. Maybe that wins. We're more prakim about Hotzah and Shabbos than any other, any other Malacha. But Pigle has many, many dafim in Zvachim and Menachis. Many dafim about pigle. What's pigle? So, pigle is a detail that's mentioned in the context of carbon shlamim that if a Kohen, when he's doing the avoda thinks that he's going to eat or he's going to sprinkle the blood out of the proper time, then the carbon is labeled as Pigal, and if I eat Pigal, I get Karis. That's Pigal. Let's focus on the first part again. A coin thinks, "You know, I know I only can eat it tomorrow, but I'm going to eat it in two days from now." So that labels the carbon as pigle, As it is, it's an isur it's for me to eat pickle. Two thoughts about pickle one halachic and one hashkafic. First, the halachic one, and this is the second of our two thoughts tonight that really there's an, there's a, an under, underlying message of the godless of one of the great achronim of our day. <coughs> this achron happened to live about 100 years ago. One of my favorites is Yosef Engel. Yosef Engel, just the, the fact that this sefer was written is already an inspiration. Yosef Engel has a, a sefer called the Gvurah Shmonim, which is source number eight. I gave it to you. Gvurah Shmonim is one question with 80 answers. That's the entire sefer. He has another saver called Shivan Matora, which is a different question with seventy answers. And he writes that he had more. He just, you know, after eighty, he, I guess he wants the name of the saver, shmonim May be Shmonim Shana. That's a Shmonim. Eighty answers. We're gonna do the question. Don't worry. Answer one and answer eighty. You know, for slavery's purposes. It has to do with our parsha people. There's a question. There is a man to Omar. There is an opinion in Masechah Zvachim at the end, all the way at the end of the fourth parrot, Tefmem Zayim, where the Reb Lazar holds that not only can the Kohen create Piggel, but the owner can create Piggel. If the owner of the carbon, if I bring a carbon, I bring a Karban to the and the Kohen is about to do the avoda, and I think Piggel thoughts in my head, I can passel the carbon. This is my focus, but you have to think it, you have to say it, explicate it. Okay, whatever it is. The Bible, the owner, could also think a pickle thought and ruin the carbon. That's the shita of Rabbis and The question is, the question of the Guru is, how could you ever have a carbon sota that would ever work? Why? If a woman knows that she's guilty, she'll just think a pickle thought during the avoda. she'll pass it the carbon, it won't work. That's the kasha. That is asked by many of the Achronim, the Gver Shmonim at most. If the owner could ruin the carbon, so the whole process of an Sota, just throw out that that that, that section of Parsha's Naso. Because the carbon will never get off the ground. It'll always be a carbon. That's the kasha. Two answers, similar answers, just one and eighty. Feel free to look at the other seventy-eight if you want to go out and buy the safer. The guru shmonim. Oh, answer number one. <coughs> answer number one is to limit. Again, yeah, this is a halachic thought, and then we'll get to the hashkafic thought soon. The first answer, you see Aleph. That's Os Aleph, that's answer number one. Shamati makshim I've heard people ask, L'roblazer reviosi desfiraleh besvachim, D'bailem mefaglim. Kone do l'roblazer reviosi, that bailem could also create pigel, imkain, harikol sotah, haisei cholem mefagel mechasa, v'shul lov tuvdach. It won't work. Just, just think about it. Did we ever think about three answers to a question? Or two, once we come up with one answer, aren't we satisfied? Se- another 79 answers? It's, it's unfathomable. And he kept going. Unbelievable. Says Rabbi Yosef Engel, the nearly first answer is that, really, 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 says Rabbi Yosef Engel, a carbon is not mine once I give it to the Beis HaMikdash. Doesn't belong to me. Doesn't right? We have the principle then that says "Ein Adam Oser, Ein Adam cause Problems." Once I give it to the base of Middash, how can I cause any problems? How can I answer? How can I create a psul in the carbon if I give it to the base of Middash? It must be that Reb Lazer, There, in the Gemara, is talking about a specific type of carbon. A lower level Kedusha carbon. What's called Kachekalam. Kachekalam. Ashlamim, other karbanos. Those are more connected to the owner. Still. But in Isha Sota, that's a carbon mincha. Karban mincha is Kachekachim. It's the holiest of karbanos. And therefore, that opinion would not say that the owner has power to do it. When it comes to Kachi Answer number one. Answer number 80. If we turn over, again, there's a lot more here, but the message is really the question, even more than the answers. Answer number 80. You see, O's pay. A lot of pages in between. I did not go through all of them. Says of Yosef Engel, O Yesh Amar. A similar idea as to the fact that she's not the real owner but why isn't she the real owner? Because the purpose of a carbon is always to accomplish something for me. If I bring a carbon khatas, it's to get kapara for me. If I bring a carbon ola, it's to bring a present to Hashem, so it's called doron in the Gemara. Hashem is happy with me. Hashem. Does a carbon sota do anything for this woman? Let's read his words. Generally, we should say that the carbon is not mine. If it does something for me, then I can say there's a connection to me. But is there any connection of this woman to this carbon? Is this carbon accomplishes anything for her? MK line 11. The woman knows what happened. The man doesn't. This carbon is there. To clarify the situation for the man so he could again stay happily married with his woman. It's to be mavarer for the husband. Not for the woman. The woman's not accomplishing anything. She's already in the Saras of violence. she knows what the din is. And if she admits that she did it, then she's a surah without drinking. <laughs> Doesn't accomplish anything for her. Sharihi in Zin solo, she knows. It's for the husband. The husband is the real Bala carbon, Not the Isha. And therefore her thoughts will not cause problems. Okay, two Lundish thoughts to try to answer the Kasha to the Gru'a Shmonim, of Yosef Engel. first thought of Pikel. <coughs> but now let's get to the Hashkafic thought. From Rabbi Steinzaltz. Source number 10. Been a couple of weeks. We get back to the Chaye Answer Esther out What's so exciting about Piggle? <coughs> There's so much about Piggle and Shaz. What's the message? And I'll throw in another question, which he does not ask. Why is Piggle specifically formulated in the context of the carbon schlumming? Piggle is something that applies to all carbonists. And Dafka is put here by shlamin, which is the which is Katshe Kalam, which is a low-level caduceous carbon. Why is piggle formulated by Shlame? It says by Steinsatz. Line 13. An even better question. Why would anybody ever think of Pigle? Why would a Cohen do it? You think about it, why does somebody usually do an Avera? Because we get something out of it. Right, I sin, I get pleasure, you know, I want to eat, so I don't make a bracha properly, I eat fast. Right, so we usually do something wrong because we get something, I insult somebody, it makes me feel good. Why else do you sin? The Gemara says, Ein Adam Why would a Kohen, what, because he just wants, he just wants to get back after he's taking a kama on the Israel. So just don't do the If you know, He wants to do the Avodah, he wants to pass off the carbon. Why would anybody, why would a Kohen be a father of carbon? What kind of coin are we talking about? Cesar Rebbe Steinzatz, line 21. Very strange. Is there a Yitzhahara for this? Coin wakes up in the morning and he's like, oh, oh, I I can't wait to pig pig this karma. Nobody has that, 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 that taiva. Even in the days of Avodah Zara, I would suggest nobody has a taiba to do pigol. so, and you and you know what the details of pigol are. Everything else about the carbon has to be perfect, except for this pigol thought. He's got to do the avodah. If, if anything else is problematic with the avodah, it doesn't become pigol. It's only if he's a real tamal chacham. He you knows the whole avodah, and all he is wrong is pigol. So what's he doing? What's the message? Next column. And he goes through a little bit uh, other halachas. Posit tells us also in this partial line 10. If a coin brings a carbon mincha, then a halacha is different than a Yisrael who brings a carbon mincha. What's the difference? If a Yisrael brings a carbon mincha, a whole bunch of flour. The Kohen burns a little bit on the Mizbeach and the rest of the coin takes home. Not home. Takes it to the Azara and eats it. What happens if a Kohen burns a karimincha? It's entirely burned on the Mizbeach. Why? Kohen Yisrael brings it. Kohen eats most of it. A coin brings it? No. It's... It is totally burned. Says by Steinsatz. It can't be that you're going to bring a carbon and then you're going to eat it as if it's lunch. It can't be... A carbon. You have to give something. A Yisrael gives, and a Kohen can eat it. That's fine, because the Yisrael is not going to eat it. If a Kohen brings a carbon, it can't be that he's going to eat his own carbon. Line 16. And then he gave it, and he takes it back. Carbon means giving, coming closer by giving. And therefore, by a carbon mincha, the cohen has to be totally burned. This message, says Rabbi Steinzeltz, applies by a carbon ola, which is totally burned, obviously, by a chatas, which has certain parts, burned them as bath. But the most dangerous carbon that we might confuse carbon and our lunch is with a carbon shlaman Because after all, turning over the page, what happens by a shlaman A little bit is burned but The kohen eats some, and the balemit eat the rest. Says Rabbi steinzaltz If I bring a carbon shlomim to the base of the mikdash, line three now. Kasher ani carbon shlomim I have a nice meal. I'm doing a mitzvah. I'm enjoying myself. So I'm sitting back and relaxing. I might get mixed up between... Let me find you his Lashen. In the next paragraph. Because of this danger that I might think that my carbon was just really my lunchbox that I took. (laughs) There are Halachos that limit my relaxation factor. There are limits... To what I'm allowed to do with my carbon. almanasha meha meha picnic. I shouldn't make my eating codchim into a picnic. Meaning I'm gonna to go to the base of me, I'm gonna take my meat back, okay, I'll eat some tomorrow, I'll put some in the fridge, say some for the next day, the next day, says of the He says no says, carbonus have limits. Inj- yes, you're allowed to enjoy it. You have to eat it properly. But remember, it's a carbon. Remember, it's kachim. Remember, avodis hashem is not all fun and games. It's unbelievable. It's fulfilling. It's productive. It's constructive. But there are rules and regulations. That's what it means to be an eved. I can't just sit back and relax and put my feet up and do whatever I want. Carbonus is a microcosm for everything. I can't even think that I'm going to eat this in three days from now. Yeah, I'll eat some now. I'll save the rest in a couple of days. You know what? I even cook more on Shabbos so I can have leftovers in three days from now. No, no, no. This isn't your Shabbos food. This isn't This isn't a picnic, in the words of Rabbi Steinsaltz. This is a carbon, and you have to eat it in Yerushalayim, and you have times that you have to eat it, and you can't even think about times that you are able to eat it otherwise. I remember there was a sign... Growing up, I remember I was once in the car with my mother, going down to the lower, lower, lower Manhattan. And we see a sign, like, a, oh, there's all the no parking signs. And one of the signs says, don't even think about parking here. sure it was a sign. One of the signs, don't even think. You can't even have a habamin eating it in another place. That's Piggle. Piggle is, realize, that Avotis Hashem is, should be enjoyable. And we should reach the level that we love it. But we have to realize there are rules. There are constructs. There are defined limits for our avoda. That's what he says on line 45 now, all the way at the end. Right, if I think about my karbon, like a karbon toda, I have 40 matzahs to eat but just tonight. It will be much better if I could eat this in three days from now. Tough. We have to realize, get the message of the karbon and realize this is part of my avoda Hashem. I don't make the rules. If, if I'm a little mufra, Okay but we have to try to get the messages of Karbanas and the messages of our Avod. Okay. Two more thoughts for the evening, one on the Parsha and one on Shabbos Agad. If you look all the way at the end of the Parsha, all the way at the end, we the first half of the Parsha is a Chazara and talk of the Karbanas from the Kohen's point of view, and then the second half is the avodas HaMiluim, when they sanctify the Mishkan, Moshe Rabbeinu, acting as the Kohen Gadol. So all the way at the end, Pesach lamed aleph. Moshe tells Aaron, cook the meat, eat the meat, and whatever's left over, burn. Up uh, by maftir now. Umi pesach ohal moed lo seitzu shivas yamim ad molosimim miluichem. Miluichem. From the door of the ohal moed, out of the Mishkan, you are not allowed to leave all seven days. Kishivas yamim yimalei atyetchem. Because for seven days, you sh- your hands should be full of the full of. Your new position. Just like he did that, day, so do every day. And again, from the door of the Olamoed, sit there. You can't go out. Guard my Mishmeres and you shall not die. And Aaron and his children did it. Ask the Nitziv, what's going on in these last Wapsukim? Why can't they leave? They did the avoda. They're, they're not allowed to walk outside of the Olamoed for seven days. Why not? And if you look at the Ramban, then it doesn't quote the Ramban said, no, it just means B'Sha'as Avodah. They can leave Shalom B'Sha'as Avodah. Not what the Pasuk says. Umi Pesach Olamoed Lo Setsu Ad Until the day that you come, become completed. After the week. Fahibi shmini On the eighth day they can go out. So why can't they leave? says the Nitzvah, there's a secret element here. And this is classic Nitzvah where he brings in this topic everywhere. And that, of course, is the topic of Talmud Torah. The Nitziv said they had to do the Avodah. But you know what else they had to do? They had to study about the avoda, They had to learn about the avoda, Because every mitzvah, every Avodah that we do, must be accompanied with study because we won't get the most out of it and we'll lose appreciation and we won't realize fully what Aparah Shabbat wants from us unless we have Talmud Torah accompanying our Natilas Lulav our Matzah our everything every mitzvah not only for us but it's part of it do the Avodav, you know what? don't leave the olam Moed why? you gotta learn at night when you're not doing the Avodah, take out a Sefer. Visha, says the Nitziv, and we'll see his words inside in a second. Mishmeres always means Talmud Torah. Ushmartem es Mishmeres Hashem. How do you guard the Mishmeres? Through learning. Says the Nitziv now, in Source 13. He says, Upesach Omoed, who has harabifne atzmo. Besides the Avodah, dilavachahizir ala yeshiva, bishaz hakrava. You have to sit there. Sit there the whole time and learning. Skip it. Earlier we said on line ten. Sit there and learn, even if we're not doing the Avoda. Sit and learn more about the avoda. You know how to do it perfectly? It doesn't matter. learn 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 about all of these avodas that you are doing. And that's the message for us. Whenever we're involved in anything, in chesed, in mitzvahs, Talmud Torah always needs to accompany the actions of the mitzvahs themselves. Okay, last thought of the evening, Shabbos HaGadol related. Why is it called Shabbos HaGadol? Many, many answers given. The most famous answer is given by the tour, the Torah quotes, because that was the day, Shabbos HaGadol was the 10th day of Nisan, that was the day they brought the goats, they tied it to their bedposts, in order to show the Mitzrayim that this is what we're going to do to your God. And it was an amazing nace, they weren't attacked, that's why we have Shabbos HaGadol. Wonderful. Answer from Avram Shur: Halakach Why the bedpost? Why in the beds? Why, don't, why can't we just... Maybe Hashem could have commanded Gather up all their goats and put them in a house why not tie them to your bed? Your bedpost? What's the message? And that's the nais That's Shabbos HaGadol Yeshua in line 3 What's the message? Of the, of the sheep being tied to the bedpost He quotes the Beis Yitzchak Says the Beis Yitzchak, there's a crucial message that Amisrael right now as they are being born, needed to learn. The avoda, the service of other religions, is focused almost discu- exclusively in their houses of worship. Kaladat In the temples. That's where God is watching. In the temples is where I have to be at my best behavior. Or any behavior. What they do in their own homes? Maybe this secular ethics, but religious ethics in my home? No. Religious? That's for the temple. But klau. What a person does inside the temple and outside the temple. A person can be a, schizophr- a, a religious schizophrenic. Right? Inside and outside. The Shonev is a Yehudi l'chalutin. Judaism, obviously. Nothing further from the truth. You know what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says? Take the goat and put it in your bedroom. Take the goat and put it in your house. Why? Because Yahadah starts in the house. And continues in the house. Obviously, the Shul, the Mikdash, has added kedusha, but it radiates out. When we're about to be mitzvot, when we're about to start the process, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, in the house. And that could be why there's such an emphasis of the house, right, on the doorposts. And that's why the night of Pesach has such an emphasis on family in the house. Era Pesach, you're in the base of Migdash. But you know what? The night of Pesach, you have the Seder in your, own, in your homes, in Yerushalayim. Because it's about the Kedusha of the family, the Kedusha of the bias. Ha'achilo, Vishsi, Ha'achamashena. That is all filled with Kedusha. And he says, add it to this, maybe we could understand another idea. We know there's a concept of nig e batim. Nigaim that go on a on a house. Right, one of the one of the miracles, in one opinion of the Gemara says it never happened. Saras on a house. There is an interesting halacha. a round house cannot get saras. Round house. It's gotta be square, or rectangle. Round house can't become a baisa manuga. Why is that? Roundhouse. Question one. Question two, look at the top of the second column. The Miraglim said when they came back in Shlach, FS Kiyaz Haama Yoshe Right there strong. We saw the giants. Rashi there quotes the Uncleis. Krichhan Agulos. Arami Agul. They have circular cities. Again, circles. What's wrong with circles? Shapirish what's Shmuel, what's this Lashon Hara? They said Lashon Hara about the cities in Yerusha, Eretz Yisrael. They were round. What's so, so, so terrible? Says the Legach Vahalibuf. I'm going to suggest something that is a Tam HaMitzvah. It's only a Tam and you have to remember it gives a beautiful Mashal. He says, let's say you have somebody who's blind and you try to describe to them an apple. You can describe it it's some are red, some are green, they're round, some are tasty and juicy and they have white inside. From today till tomorrow I can describe it. Ultimately, they will not know what an apple is. They won't, no matter how much I describe it. Tame a mitzvah. It's the Tom. It's as if we're we're getting a little bit of, of description. But the mahus of the mitzvah is only in front of a baruch. It's all to try to make us appreciate a little more. So what I'm gonna say, says i Shore is it the Emes Ramita? I'm not sure, but it's definitely a message for us. A circular house, a circular city, there aren't four walls. There are no walls. A wall symbolizes protection. A wall symbolizes a mechitza. A mechitza, the protection of Kedusha in the house. That's what walls symbolize. Saras attacks Kedusha, where potential Kedusha is lost. A Jew gets a ras because of kedusha. A house of a Jew gets a ras. A round house doesn't get a gets because, as a symbolism, you don't have the walls protecting the kedusha inside from the outside pernicious forces of society. And Mamela Tsaras cannot be chal on a bias That's the miragla. They're round. They, they don't have any kedusha in them. There's no protection in them. It says this is the message of Shabbos HaGadol, they tied the Seh to the houses because the houses have kedusha. We're not saying that a person can't live in a round house. We're not saying that. But at least the message of the of the Halacha is that we need the Mechitzas, we need that kedusha of the house because the religion, the Yadus, believes that HaKadosh Baruch Ha-Vodos HaShem is everywhere and not just in the temples like might be seen from others. That's Shabbos HaGadol. We should realize this God's message and we should all be Zochah to a of Sunday is the Haggadah this year. Sunday at 8.30, um Betheshem will pick up, and Betheshem it'll be up online, um, by late Sunday night.